Welcome, and thank you for dropping by. If this is your first time joining us, on Weird Awakenings, we discuss anomalous phenomena, the strange, the curious, the extraordinary, the bizarre. Throw in the occasional conspiracy theory, and you get us. Cecil, Hadley, Stephen Tully, and myself, Morgana, just a few of the weird kids. Weird Awakenings is a part of the Weird Realities Network. Don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe to our channels. We can be found at linktree slash weirdrealities. That's weird with a Y. Okay, gang, grab those tinfoil hats and let's get weird. Hello, hello, and thank you so much for joining us tonight. I uh, hope everybody's doing well. Um, hope you've had a good week because it's been a crazy one. Um, tonight we have a special guest with us. It's Robin McRae, and I'm going to let our friend Stephen take care of the introductions here. <laughs> okay, well, Robin is a friend of mine who, yep. uh, who I met through a, uh, another friend of ours, and she's uh, she's been having uh, contact uh, encounters since she was little. Her uh, her life has been a little bit different from everyone else's, and how she <laughs> thought everybody could do what she does. And as she got older, she found out that not everybody does. So it, it should be very interesting. And whatever off-the-wall question you may have, uh, I encourage you to go ahead and throw it out because I'm pretty sure that she can answer it. That <laughs> is, it's so good to have you with us, Robin. Thank you. Oh, thank and you very much. I'd like to apologize for butchering your last name in the advertising. That's okay. <laughs> It takes a lot more than that to upset me. <laughs> okay, okay, good deal. Good Wait, deal. what was Not wrong with it? Problem. I just misspelled it. Oh, well, I probably just misspelled it about six more times. Than <laughs> <laughs> and and I'll be honest with you, I could have sworn Stephen spelled it for me and I wrote it down, but it's very good possibility I just wrote it down wrong. <laughs> well, so, Robin, no I, for one, have been so excited to meet you. I'm sorry I'm late, but I made it. Hey, Carrie. Oh, hey, Linda. And happy birthday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just an abnormal person. <laughs> You're our favorite kind of people. I was thinking she sounds like my person. Uh -huh. she, she, yeah. is. she is. Is today your birthday? Crazy. My birthday's huh? Tuesday. Tuesday. Is it? Well, happy birthday early. Yeah. Yep. Happy early you. birthday. And we will be celebrating here on the 21st. Okay. Yes. So I already got the poll ready. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robin, I, I know that Haley, she's Haley, would you describe that as a sighting or a um, an actual encounter that you had along the uh, trace that time? Well, I don't know. I mean, I would say I would call it a sighting, but I didn't see anything. I mean, I saw something, okay. but I didn't, okay. you know, not like I'm looking at Boudreaux. I've know. seen a cryptid. Have what you? did you see? <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not talking about Cecil, right? Well, other, other than other than Cecil <laughs> or uh, or Seabone, dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His rapper um, name. So. Here's the thing. I don't know if it was really encrypted or whether I was just on some weird native land. Um, oh. Is when I was young, I was probably 12 years old, and I've told these guys this story before. But um, so it's it's probably midnight, one in the morning, and I am outside with my childhood friend, and we had been up in the woods earlier that day exploring, like looking for these mounds that um, 
his family had told us existed on the land. And, you know, us being stupid kids, we didn't believe that there was mounds, first of all. And second of all, we took a bunch of wood, wooden handled tools with us. We were like, well, if there's no mounds, we'll at least dig around and see what we can find. And we took six wooden handled tools and with one swing, every one of the handles on the tools broke when we were at the top of this mountain. Very strange. So we came off the mountain and we just did what kids did. We, you know, got in the pool, shot basketball, stuff like that. But later that night, um, we're, we're standing there. Or actually, we may have been in the pool, but standing there one way or the other, looking up in the woods line. And we both start to see something glow out of the woods line. And all of a sudden, this uh, literal silver glowing horse comes out of the woods line. And just That's like awesome. something you would see on TV and it slowly moves out of the woods and like it's doing the huffing and puffing, but mm -hmm. it didn't seem angry. And it just walks out and looks at us and we're both just completely bewildered looking at this thing. Like, are, are we imagining this? You know, we're, like we're both having to confirm. <laughs> and uh, by the time we could get out of the pool, um, you know, it's probably 75 yards away. It just turned around and slowly walked back into the woods. But the glow only lasted, you know, it was very strange, like almost like there was a black wall in the woods. So you could see it like filter dream style. You could see yeah. the glow just slowly go away and then just disappear. Um, oh, wow. So um, I don't I don't know what it was, but that's the that's only pretty thing cool. I've ever seen. I would have loved to see that. Yes. That um, if I may really quick, is it Hannah? Or not Hannah, I'm sorry. Hadley. I, I've got a foot Hadley. talking in my head. The one that's above Steven. I'm sorry. Hadley. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. Okay. I have a message for her. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Steven is used to me by now, but I, I they start talking and it's like they don't stop until I get it out there. There was um, a light tan female. has not a real conial head, but it is more of an art shape. She said, she's watched you, but you have not seen her. Her name is Hanama. Awesome. Anyway, she's laughing. She thinks it's funny. She says, I keep seeing her, but she hasn't seen me. So anyway, now she'll quit bugging me because I told you. <laughs> <laughs> Write the name down because I don't always remember. I've talked to these guys all day, all night. And a lot of times if they have a message for somebody, they let me remember it long enough to give the message and then it's taken away. So I don't get it again. Can you spell and it you, for me? I'm getting the chills. Yeah. H-A-N-A. <laughs> And then it's another H, which is silent M-A. I make them spell it out because I can't understand a lot of the, the way they, you know, and they talk sometimes. Um, and the way they pronounce things is a little bit different. But it's Hanama. Hanama. Well, yeah. let me let me tell you. And this I don't know that I've ever told all of y'all this. And it, it, if you want to hear it, I can wait till after the show's over, Robin. No, you're fine. She's like a tan color, quite long hair. She's actually... You know, she must be an adolescent because she's not really broad chested like a lot of them get. I would say she's in her early 20s. I dream about them. Like, I think that's I've, great. Yeah. I mean, and, and, but I mean, it's it's always been strange. But I mean, since I was a child. And Have you had one that looked like that in your dreams? I think they've been more orange. In my dreams, actually, there were scary ones in my dreams. But let me tell you this thing that happened to me a couple of years. Well, this has been probably 20 years back now. Um, 
I had someone that I was with say there is a forest. We were we were somewhere close by where I live, and they said there is a forest spirit that wants to speak with you. Oh wow! And and so I couldn't Be see him, and it was um something large, but it was to me it was like where it was reflecting. You know, mm -hmm. like I, I couldn't see it. I could see like the shimmer of where it was. But basically, it just told me that it was the guardian of this place where I was and that oh, I was wow. too. And That's pretty it, was, cool. it was very, well, at, at the same spot, I had um, a psychic that was with me. A ghost she was talking with, a ghost of a child, came up to her and said, That's the shadow lady. And Oh, one wow. of the the names that the elves have given me means subtle shadow. That's pretty cool. That's wild. Yeah. And, now, so I don't know they, if that was one of them or not, but um, I've always. Well, wondered. she said. I said to her. I said, "Because I thought maybe it was a male, because she's really quite tall, but she's more slender." And I said, "Are you a male or a female?" And she said, "I am a female." And I was like, "Alrighty, sorry." Um, <laughs> don't want to insult anybody but um when they come to you in dream state dream state is actually a real place okay there's a difference between being in a dream state and having a dream there's a massive difference you know when you have a dream you're in a different plane but in dream state although it is another plane you're actually almost like your astral projected there you can get just as hurt in dream state as you can when you're awake i've actually had my arm broken in it before so yeah i mean and it doesn't actually mean it's a bad thing or a good thing. It just, it is what it is. It, it's actually real. So when they're coming to you in a dream state, a lot of times I find in my experiences anyway, like I don't speak about anybody else's, but what I found is they're doing that. It's a safe way for them to interact with you. Okay. You know, it's supposed to make it according to them. It's easier on you than in real physical life. And it's also safer for them. And then they can get a little bit of a glimpse as to how you're going to react to them, you know, what to expect from you. And it's just kind of like a meet and greet type thing. And eventually it does progress. But, I mean, it's a, it's a progression. Everything with them is. Robin, I'm going to send you my books when, two of my books, when. Um, oh, I'd love that. Because in my books, I talk about them. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. So I'll have to let, I want you to read it so I'll, and I'll mark the pages so you know where to turn, but okay, I'd, like, I'd like you to read it. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love that. Awesome. Hey, hey, Hadley. Yes. Don't mark them to begin with. Let's, let's see what she picks up. Okay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's no missing it, Robin. I promise. There is absolutely no missing it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so unique in, in the way that it that it's presented and everything. I'm a yeah. huge fan, so I can't wait to read <laughs> I'm it. I'm biased. <laughs> I can't wait to read it. Yeah, I think you I think you're going to enjoy it. I think you're going to like yeah. it a lot. <laughs> so and I'm going to get to see Stephen soon, 21st yeah. and 22nd Nebraska Bigfoot Conference. It's going to be fun because we're going to have Stephen there. William Lunsford's going to be there. Blaine Taylor. Tyler's going to be there. So we're excited about that. We've got a lot of really cool people coming in. We've got, oh my gosh, Don Monroe, Kenny Collins, Lyle yeah. Blackburn, Pat Look, and I will be there. Looking forward to that. 
So, yeah, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going <laughs> to wait till you see where we're putting you up to stay. <laughs> and you can blame Duke. You can blame Duke because because Duke Sullivan's going to be there too, guys. So that's going to be a crack up. Christy's yeah. going to be there. And um, part of the museum, it's a, a new section of the museum, like a now, another building to it, which is not a huge building, but it is a new building. And Duke wants to camp out there because, you know, last year they were like running all around and we wa I watched them walking by the window, you know, and so we had a lot of fun. So Duke is, I said to Duke, I said, well, we can put a bed, you know, air mattresses out there for you. And he's like, that's cool. We'll do this and this and this. Now, I have you, Stephen. I've got you covered. I reserved a hotel room for you and your wife. So you're, <laughs> you're you. safe. But <laughs> Blaine, Blaine and Ashton and Duke are going to be in that museum. And Duke's like, you know, we should get Stephen in there and William in there. It's going to be foot all night long. I got your back, buddy. I got you a hotel room. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I could probably handle that. That's, uh, I mean, yeah. We were, yeah, uh, last year when William and I went to the LBL, we were tent camping there, or we attempted to tent camp. It was about 20 degrees, and the wind, we had wind gusts up to 30 miles an hour right at the edge of the lake. And uh, I remember I had dozed off. I was sleeping for a little bit. When I woke up, I think because my teeth were chattering, <laughs> William told me, said, I heard something walking around outside the tent while I go. <laughs> I was like, you're just now telling me this? That was that was two hours ago. My head's up against the tent wall, you know, because, um, well, the tent wasn't big enough for me to be. My feet were touching one side. My head was touching the other side, basically. I, I, that was. But you know what? You get used to this, though, like you do. Like Pat and I are laying in bed one night, and it's like, you know, middle of the night, 2, 2.30 in the morning, something wakes me up. I look over, and we have these two big, huge windows. And we have a floodlight out in front because we live out in the woods. And I should have seen, I don't put, and everybody can pick on me about it. I don't put anything over the windows because they get mad when I do. I like to wake up and I watch them at night out through the window. So like I change in the bed, we have an ensuite bathroom and, and, you know, so I'm not giving a peep show to anybody, but I don't have like curtains that I leave over those windows so I can watch them and playing. They're running around the front yard all night long. And I looked over and one window's got light coming in. The other window is completely darkened. And I look over there and one that we're excessively close to, he's over 10 feet now. And he's the top of this window is 10 feet. He's all crouched down like this and he's peeking in the window. Big old grin on his face. And I was like, are you kidding me? So I wake up Pat and I'm like, I'm going back to bed. You entertain him for a while. Like apparently we've been entertaining for some time now. I rolled over and went back to sleep and Pat's like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. You know, happily that maybe that's our 2025 trip. We can hook up with Steven and his friends and yeah. Uh, it's crazy. Awesome. It was it was even more active in Michigan, but it's it's popping here most of the time. Yeah, I mean, we were able to get some really good photos in Michigan and we've got some really great photos here as well. Michigan, they were a whole new different level. Like they would walk around during the day and at night uncloaked. You know, they'd come up and leave stuff on the porch and they would interact during the day. They'd interact at night, two o'clock in the morning. They'd be pounding up underneath my window because they wanted me outside with them. And I'd go out and sit with them. You know, I never bothered to even think at that point that, hey, some of these guys aren't all that nice. And I would just go out and sit in my pajamas out there with them. But here, 
they're running around, they're knocking on the walls. You know, of course, all of them are mind speaking all the time. They're looking in the windows. We've got great interaction, but they're just not at that level that they were at in Michigan. You know, I mean, it's, it's like out of a seven day time span, we usually have something going on about five days a week, sometimes more, sometimes, you know, they'll slack off for a day, but not long. Where are you located at? If you don't mind. I'm in South Carolina right now. Okay. I was in Michigan. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. I was born and raised in Michigan and you know, they started um, visiting me and interacting me when I was a toddler. You know, I mind spoke before I could speak. I didn't know that not everybody did. Right. It came as quite a shock when I found out they didn't. <laughs> what is it like in South Carolina? Miserable. Nobody should live here. It's, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's the land of nothing but venomous snakes and living on the sun. Like, it's awful. Um, we want to move back to Michigan, but currently my youngest daughter and her husband are having their first child. So grandma's parked her tushy here <laughs> for now. I want that baby. Um, no, it's the ones here. They are, they're different. You know, now I, the ones in Michigan, like I said, I would go out at night. They would, and I would just either sit on a log and they'd be walking around and walking around and talking, or I'd sit on the front porch and they would come up out of the woods and I'd see them. And just a lot of real close up and personal. If I went out in the woods, they would come up behind me and then they'd like to pat. They like my hair because it looks like a bushwoman, you know, and they're, they're patting my hair. Um, here, I haven't had as much hair patting. I've had a couple of them where I had one that pulled me out in the middle of the night. Like I was sound asleep. I didn't even realize that I was outside till I woke up and I was standing outside and he was right in front of me. And he, you know, took his hand and, and put his hand on my arm. Like I still remember he had long hair. He was a copper color, and I can still remember feeling his hair on my wrist. So, I mean, we get interaction. I can't say that we don't. We get it all the time. They play games. They make noises. They run around the backyard. You know, we see them frequently. Um, they cloak, they're cloaking in and out. We've seen them in physical form. We've seen, and it's very bizarre because they can cloak, and if they aren't fully covered, you'll see a body part going across your yard, like literally look out in the front yard and see an arm or a leg, but nothing else. It's wow. insanity. And it's like, okay, dude, cover up, either <laughs> cover it or uncover it, but you're missing something. So, you know, we get a lot of activity. I, I, I can never complain about that. I mean, there's times that I think that, you know, Pat and I will say, okay, enough activity, you know, give it us a two day break, but um, it's just a different kind. Like I said, the ones in Michigan and some of them did come here to South Carolina after we moved. But they were just a lot more, I think, connected, you know, and they were definitely, um, well, three of them we are excessively close to, well, actually four. So, you know, and that connection never broke. They just came here. But they were more up close and personal in Michigan than they are here. Here, they're still running around and they're still playing. And God knows we've got a ton of pictures, just a ton of pictures of them. But the ones in Michigan, it had a whole different vibe to them. I mean, that was just like having family living out there, you know. And no matter where you see them, they don't live where you're seeing them. I promise you, they don't. Like, I was taken one time to where they actually live. And I walked three miles into the woods to this one area. And it was, I couldn't penetrate it to get in there. They were the ones telling me where to go. And they kept saying, just touch the bush, touch the bush. So I put my hand on the bush 
got sucked through a little portal and I was on the inside. And I'm telling you, when you actually see what their, their homes look like, it's not like anything you've ever seen. Picture this like a two and a half car garage. And there's brush underneath about four foot off the ground. And then branches that are just broke, like that's an interwoven. And it was raining like crazy outside. Not one drop of rain was in there. I mean, and it's just like they have all these houses that they've built all over the place. It's like, you know, their own little, their own little planet in there. But yeah, so, you know, you see a lot of the teepees and the structures and a temporary nest. And, you know, they've got those for various reasons. But it, where they actually live is completely different. I mean, I'm sure other people have seen them besides me. But, yeah, it's pretty incredible. You know, I wondered, you know, uh, you say that the ones in Michigan are like family. If there isn't a familial connection there from either another life or something like that. Oh, and it's possible. I mean, you know, it's as far as I'm concerned, we've all been re reincarnated multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, there's memories that they have released in my head from a thousand years ago. And they're like, well, you did this a thousand years ago. And I'm like, okay. And you expect me to do it now, mm -hmm. you know? Right. Yeah. Cause that, that makes sense to me because I, I'm the same. I, I, I know I've had past lives. I, I remember them. Yeah. So yeah. Pat and I have the same memory of a past life and we were together in a past life and we have the same memory. Mm -hmm. That's always great when you've got someone that can validate that. Oh yeah. You know. And it works out really good because Pat speaks telepathy as well mm -hmm. and he's brilliant at it. So it works really well for us because um, I do do a lot of work for the Bigfoot and I do healing on them as well as other things. And so when I'm doing these things, I have to be really precise and it's great. And I count on Pat and another friend of mine a lot tremendously because it's like, this is what I'm getting. Tell me what you're getting because I want to verify it to make sure everything is the way it's supposed to be. Or if they send me out to do a job or something, I want to verify it. Awesome. That's amazing. It's just totally amazing. Yeah. I, I'm sure that, you know, especially, you know, when you're younger, that there have got to be, have been times that it was startling or scary because, you know, especially knowing other people wouldn't be able to do it the was, same things. Yeah. You know, it was really weird because, I never felt as a child, I never felt fear of them. Like, I just felt like they were always there, just like my mom and dad were always there. Like, I don't have any memories when they weren't. Mm -hmm. And by the time I was four, I had my, I had already been abducted by the ATs. And I had, you know, the, the Bigfoots looking in the window and the dogmen looking in the window. And by then my mom had said that even when I was two or three, I kept talking to her about my friends. And one was taller than my dad had a head like a dog, walked on two legs and a tail. And the other one didn't have a tail, but had all this hair like a lion, but it had a face that looked like a person. You know, I was describing them to her and she just thought they were imaginary friends. Like she, you know, had no idea. But I just, I never felt that fear. Like I have at times as an adult when I've had to deal with aggressive ones. Yeah, definitely felt that fear. But as a kid, I just never did. It was just like that was part of my everyday life. Right. And I just never thought anything different. So have you ever felt anything that you perceived as, you know, maybe a nefarious actor? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, you know, when you mind speak, 
or when you start interacting with these things, everything comes. So like if I work with somebody, I work with a lot of people. And if I'm working with somebody on MindSpeak, the first thing I tell them is, you know, yeah, I, I will help you with this. But if we're going to do this, you're going to learn how to read energy because an energy signature tells you everything. It tells you what it is. It can't be faked. It, you know, it, it doesn't lie. So you can get things when you're mind speaking and they're going to tell you that they're the greatest thing on earth or it's what you're looking for. And the whole time they're lying to get at you. So you have to have that basis of how do you tell? Yeah. You know, no, uh, nothing's foolproof, but, I, you know, energy signatures have never failed me. But, yeah, I've dealt with things that have come through that are what they claim to be or are not good natured or pure part. And you have to deal with it. But that's with everything. I mean, we know that the that like with the Sasquatch. OK, they're a human hybrid. They just are. They told me that before they ever did the catch them study. I already knew that. And so. You've got that factor and you've got dogmen and you've got, you know, cat people and goat man and lizard man. I've got pictures of all these things. It's not like I don't, but not everything is always good. And just like with our people, we don't have all good people either. I mean, I think predominantly our people are a decent, you know, race, but the truth is, is we've got murderers and rapists and pedophiles. So do these, you know, and you can't, discount all the good that they can do and do because there are some that aren't good. We don't have all good either. It's the cosmic balance. You know, it's free will. You know, everything can do what they want to do. Yeah, I just didn't know if like, I know you started experiencing this as as a, a little girl. I just didn't know if like, if there was a moment that made you realize that, you know what I mean? You know, it was really weird for me. Like everybody is different. In my case, it was like I always just knew. And I always have this, I had this one, I've had this bad dream since I was a kid. I'm out in the woods. There's something very tall, jet black, and it runs up behind me and it grabs me and tackles me to the ground. I have had that since I was three years old. I've had that dream. And it hasn't happened yet. But I know for a fact it's real. Like, I don't know when this is supposed to happen. It could have already been stopped because, you know, I've got the Bigfoot. They're kind of like a security system. But, um, you know, so it may not ever happen. So, yeah, I mean, there are things out there and you don't know. Not, they can project emotions. All these cryptids can. So can the ET. So if they're really good and they project that feeling of goodness to you, it literally is so intense. It, it blows your mind. But in the same instant, if they want to scare you or frighten you, they can turn around and project fear. And when they project that fear, it'll level you. I I mean, it does. It's absolutely terrifying. They've only done that to me um, two or three times. Once I was in Pennsylvania, that thing that was there was absolutely terrifying. And then I had it. Um, a couple other times and it was just they don't want you there they want you gone and they project that fear to you to make you leave that makes sense. so you said that they're hybrids or like who created the hybrid is it just something that naturally occurred or is it like something that was set up by like the Anunnaki or yeah number one they're not nephilim everybody thinks they're nephilim um in my opinion and when i ask them if i say are you nephilim they get very very upset no, we're not. You know, they're very adamant about that. I, I don't think I don't think they are either. 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't either. I know a lot of really qual, you know, a lot of people that are very qualified to read what they are, and I respect their right to their opinion. I don't agree with that opinion. Um, as, as far as, pardon, pardon? I was gonna say, Robin, don't you find that um, people tend to put stuff in boxes that they understand? Absolutely. That's why if people have a difference of opinion than me, I don't get offended as long as they're not being nasty to me. <clears throat> I look at it that when they are, their mind is opening up and their heart is open enough to accept what's there, then they will. And a lot of people need their own experiences. <clears throat> but as far as, you know, the origin, I think what I've found, and, and I can't even say it's research, it's just my life. Like, I don't consider myself a researcher. It's just my day-to-day -day life. Is we, we know that the ETs did create some, okay? They did the same thing with the dogmen. The Sasquatch, when I talked to them before the Ketchum study, before I even knew Melba, I said, what are you? And they pointed to me and they said, we're human like you. And then pointed to this guy and said, star people. Okay, so then when she did the DNA study, you know, you have to have something in these gen banks to be able to compare it to. And they did on the mother's side and it was human. The father's side, they couldn't match it. So it was listed as unknown. And that's okay because they have nothing to test it to. But in my experience, setting aside the DNA study, that's what they told me. So we know they were created by the ETs. But, you know, a lot of them were born on this planet. And then we have government involvement that create their own hybrids and cut them loose. So you've got a, a variety of places that they've come from. The majority, you know, were, were created and they've lived here. They, you know, they watch over the land and are here for a variety of reasons. And through the generations, they're now being born here. But the genetics goes back, you know, thousands and thousands of years. And that's where it originally started from. The Evens actually are one group that made the dogmen. But they're, they're not the only group that have. I mean, the, the ETs have been slicing and dicing DNA for a long time. When you say ETs, do you mean a, a specific category like the Anunnaki, like Cecil mentioned? Or do you think like the Greys? Well, yeah. I mean, we're talking the Grey. There's so many different groups. I couldn't even name them all. I don't even know them all. But, yeah, you're talking about extraterrestrial that are not from this Earth that have their own planet that have their own species some of you know different ones are on on one planet but yeah they all know how to do this dna slicing and dicing and they have i mean they've warned people for years wait do you see what we put down next more are coming um i have a cryptid running around here that i have no name for this thing i don't know what it is i just know it's here it's peaceful it doesn't bother anybody but it can cloak you know the forest people had told me several years ago that there were some here that actually had no name because people hadn't realized they were here yet and that they had a blanket name for them and they call them a Micaiah. And the Micaiah, meet, the word Micaiah to their people mean thee that walks the earth that has no name. So these are unknown cryptids that are walking around there. You know, it's like you see all this stuff where people are being abducted and people are, you know, can't be found in the woods and stuff. The truth is, do, you know, all of these things combined have to do with why that happened. But it's not just the Bigfoot. I mean, those are, as far as I'm concerned, those are the least of the problems that are out there. 
you know, but yeah, I mean, we've got ETs that are manufacturing things and we've got the government that is, we have some that were created of this planet and it's just like a giant melting pot that's here. So when it comes to the creation of them, do you think the ones that was created by the government were created like as a weapon of sorts? Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Creatures. So those yep. are probably the ones that account for like most of the disappearances and stuff, you would think, right? You know, I can't say that for certain. I, I mean, I've talked to a couple of them that have actually abducted people and they seem to be, if they have the reasons, I know the reasons why they did it. They didn't do it because they were trying to be aggressive, but in their world, the reasons that they had for them were valid. You know, and that's the other thing. There's a big cultural difference in them and us, okay? They have their own language. They have their own. You're feeding what? back through somebody, and I don't know. It's not me because I don't have any audio. That's the reason I'm not talking much is because I think my audio effed up. <laughs> uh, do you have her coming through any monitors, Cecil? It would have no. to be audible for a microphone to pick it up. Maybe I'm just too loud because I'm deaf. Let me turn it down a little bit. There we go. Try again. <laughs> All right. They have their own lives, okay? They have their own culture. They have their own language. They have their own alphabet. They have their own laws. They have their own disciplinary procedures, you know? So it's just like just if like we were to go, go to another country, country. We're, we're lost. We don't know what's going on. We really don't because it's so different. And it's the same way with them. So, you know, you have a lot of issues that I guess for lack of a better word is cultural that I didn't understand oh, that. My phone kicked on. Something's playing around with our stuff, guys. I'm just telling you right now, because my phone kicked on without I didn't understand that. <laughs> I literally just turned it off. Yeah, welcome to my world. Um, yeah. It, this uh, is that's kind of a conversation. When you and I try to talk to each other. Uh, what was that last yeah, summer? If it gets in the, too deep, it gets yeah, cut off. We got cut off. We got cut off that three times in yeah. our conversation. I always blame that on the alphabet agencies. Yeah, we we yeah. have we do have a lot of malfunctions on the show. We talk about a lot of crazy stuff. That's why yeah. you get malfunctions. Yeah. And totally they just, all can, you know, everything can mess with the electronic. Oh, it's I got really a super easy for them. I got a visit of the third con this week yeah that was trippy so i i can't talk about that though until after the show that's what i'm saying <laughs> like i'm having audio issues right now and i've probably got the most advanced setup out of everybody it's yeah, yeah. Me <laughs> i started my abductions that the first abduction i remember what i was for the last major abduction i had was last may and i think that there may have been some things going on between that then and now but yeah, we have pictures of UFOs here. I have a picture of a UFO outside of my garage with a portal underneath of it and the head coming out. Like things are not normal here. <laughs> hey, Tully, can you show them that picture that I sent you in Morgana this morning? Why not? Speaking of portals. Yeah, that's what just, just one minute. I'll email it to myself and get it pulled up. So, like, when it comes to portals, you know, obviously this is like an alternate dimension or something like that. Do you think, mm -hmm. like, there's – I have a firm belief that there's multiple wor worlds, but do you think that all the mm -hmm. cryptids, like the natural-born ones or the hybrids that were created thousands of years ago, were put into 
like individual specific like dimensions or are there like one? well they're all multi-dimensional so they move between them so do the dimensionals and the elementals okay. see i didn't know you guys could do pictures i can send you some you can put them up doesn't matter yeah oh, yeah i'll put my email in the uh in the private chat and you can send anything that you want i'll share i'll just give you his phone number live here so that <laughs> chris, chris here goes the paranormal sounds chris is correct not and like he I knows haven't. what happens when I'm on the phone with somebody. <laughs> like you know, I'll have that every once that. in a while. And I, like if I'm talking to my husband, I'm like, okay, I hear the aliens. Because it's just yeah. the sound that it. there's no other description for it. Oh, I know. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can't see the private chat, but if you can get me your email. Stephen, if you know it, message it to me. I put it in the private chat, Stephen. I'm, I'm working on okay. pulling this other one up. All right. Or I can send him. I can send him to to Stephen, and then he can get him to you. When it comes to cryptids, that's something that I've been diving into a lot in the last couple of years. Uh, it's really fascinating how many different kinds there are, how many that are like considered one-hit cryptids and things like that. That's yeah, it's amazing. This is what she sent me this morning. Yeah. Doesn't look like regular lightning. You know lot. what it really looks like? It looks like if that were a UFO, they use those to transport down. I mean, it could be lightning because we've had so many storms, but also if it's not lightning, that's what they do. That's wild. That's what I told them when I sent it to them yep. is I think that big things use storm systems to hide. That's exactly they absolutely do. The ETs will also create really bad. Um, okay, I got the email. I'm, if I'm looking down, please don't think I'm being rude. <laughs> and I'm I'm sending photos. Oh the, yeah, so, no no worries. I'm I'm looking down and around. I've got monitors yeah, everywhere. Yeah, yeah I just don't want you to think I'm trying to be rude. Um, okay, I'm gonna send some. Of the foot, the Bigfoot's first, and then I'll send some of the other stuff. Okay. I'll just send you a couple of them, and you can. Oh wow. Um, okay. Right. Tilly, I'll I'll probably do a screenshot and send it to you, Tilly. Okay. Okay. These are actually. Is this what she sent you, Stephen, or is this something else? That's that's what Robin just sent me. Uh, I forwarded yeah. it on to y'all. Yeah, we need to see these up on the screen. But don't worry yeah. about looking down. I'm always looking down around like totally. Well, I feel bad because I don't like to do that when I'm on here, but I am trying to send those over to you so you can see them. Um, Arguing with my wife on text. All right, I'll work on these while you all continue. Talking. All right, I'm going to send this right now. It's just some odds and ends. I've got a lot more, but so oh shit, I was going to send you the one a lizard man, and I didn't do that. So, so it sounds like you're extremely in tune with like seeing these things. What's the strangest like cryptid you would consider you've ever seen? Um, I think the one that I don't know what it is because it didn't look big and scary. 
it, it really looked like if you were to take a kangaroo, a rabbit, and an elk and combine it all together. Well, and it, it just walked down my property line and it had the weirdest face. It had like a kangaroo face, but it had ears on it like a rabbit. The back of it was over five foot off the ground. And then it cloaked as it went into the woods. And I was like, you know, what at that point? I think, you know, I think I have read about something that looks just like that. And I can't remember the name, but when I find the name and the picture, I'll send it to Stephen so he can get it to you. It sounds yeah. like a like a Wendigo sort it's of. Similar. It's similar to Wendigo. Was it was it was it walking on all fours? Yeah, yeah. Oh. But it would move like a rabbit. That's how it would move. But I mean, it would leap like that. But then it could also walk straight as a deer. It was just really crazy. Um, There's another one that several years ago the forest people gave me an image in my head and told me to draw it and said eventually I would run into it. And I haven't as of yet. But you can't see its head at all. All you see are these massive shoulder blades. It's on four legs, and the head sits in the shoulder blades like a protective armor. Yeah. And then it has a back. It's about the size of a cow, but the back of it slopes down like a hyena. It's really creepy, and it's got claws on the feet. I forget what they category, category those as. It's, it's similar to like a griffin in a way. Like it's a multiple body part of mm -hmm. species. Like it's... It's it's almost like a creative chimera. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something. Yeah. Well, these things that they had sent me the picture of, they wanted to warn me because they said it was deadly. It said if if you don't, you know, if you don't follow it, if you don't try to contact it or do anything with it, that it won't hurt you. But if you try to follow it, try to make contact with it, it'll kill you, and there's no way to stop it. The way that I always understood those to be are almost like a misprint. Yeah. Okay. On this picture, you can see the face of the baby in the front. Mm -hmm. And then you can see behind it, you see that red shape. You can see the eyes. And if you can blow it up on top of it, uh, that head is actually another infant. And its head is sideways. Control Z, totally. <laughs> it doesn't work, dude. Overall, I mean. Um... Da -da 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 -da. Yeah, now this picture was taken because they were standing behind me. Wow. So Isn't you can see the right? first one, and then you yeah. can see the eyes of the second one behind it. But on top of it, one of the yeah. there's, well, a baby, there's a baby right no, there, right there. Oh wow. My mom, mom's head. Yep. Wow. Yeah, and in the original photo, we found that if I go out in the woods and you take photos of me, which I hate, they pop up. That's intense. Mm -hmm. Wow. Dude. Look at Isn't that. Isn't he cool? You can see his face. He is just that guy. Is he green or just him. the way it looks? No, they can do what's called blending. And what they do is their hair is, they're, they don't have fur. They have hair like we do. And it's hollow, which makes it harder to test. So when you get DNA done on it, you have to have the roots or it won't work. And they do what's called blending. So because they have the hollow hair, they can turn into whatever color is in their background. Is that what night they're like blacker than night? So, um, well, they they come in all colors. So, but yeah, sometimes they can do that. They just blend into what they are. I have some. I have one of a female that's older. She's real bald. She's sitting with a baby, and she looks green because she was sitting in the foliage. I'll, I'll send you a picture of a black one. Well, I've seen things in the woods. Sorry, I'm that You're I would fine. say, um, 
it's like they soaked in all, all the, the dark and it was just like a dark yeah. dark spot yeah it, it's really quite amazing the things that they can do let's see if i can find the other one yeah he's my sweetheart he is so cool i love that boy to death Stephen, i think i got she sent me a bunch oh she did yeah, okay. I've got an email with I think the ones that you're trying to put through. I've got the ones that you sent so far, but if you if you have the okay. the, the other one that you were talking about a second ago, I'll email okay, that one yeah. to myself. This right, this I'm right gonna send you a out. couple other things. I don't know if I sent you the lizard man or not, so I'll send that one too. You, yeah. you want me to just roll through these and then we can see where we're at? This one I'm looking for shadow, is what I'm looking for okay. really quick, yeah. and I don't know if I sent his photo. Um, I'm just going to send you one more email too, so I'm getting it together for you right now. Okay. This one right here. Yeah, he is my best friend. There's him and, and Shadow that just they rule my world. They know it too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like Tell this guy has saved my life more times. Like I'm a lot of work for him. <laughs> I think I got it, Stephen. Uh, that one I sent you. That's the one that I took. Uh, last year it was actually from a video that I took. I've just I just sent it. I, I believe you can actually see the teeth on this one, but I, I sent it because he's so dark. But yeah. Jeez. Um hang on one second. Where is this picture? Let me make sure this is the right picture, Stephen. Okay. That one that was just up there was really cool because like you can definitely see the difference between it and the surroundings. Like you can tell that's mm -hmm. first. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Is this the right yeah, picture? That, that's okay. it right there. If you can zoom in on. Yep. Let me grab the screenshot. If you can zoom in, you can see his teeth even. So we have to zoom in even more. <laughs> trying to find this. I have yeah. so many of these. It's like trying, and I had them all in one yeah. file, but then they got added and taken away. That's a good one. Yeah. See right there, you can. See the lighter colored part? That's his teeth. He had his mouth open. <laughs> no, up just, up just oh. a little bit into the rat. Up, right there. Right there's his face. That's how dark that one is. Wow. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's from a video. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to find the white one, but he's in here. I just got to get to him. I'm going to, in between, like, if I'm jumping uh, or stop sharing, it's because I don't want people to see what's in my email. Right. <laughs> funny. Do you really think we'd be that shocked? Though, not, you, not you. <laughs> okay, gotcha. <laughs> Robin, are they tribal? Do they what, hon? Are they tribal? What do you mean? How do they travel? Travel, like this is my accent, guys. Like I'm playing. so sorry. Yeah, travel, like. like <laughs> tra <laughs> you keep I'm saying the, the same thing. That's I horrendous. Nobody <laughs> <laughs> understand me. Travel, <laughs> travel. I can't say it. It'd be like you have some in one area, then you have another group in a different area, and sometimes they get along, sometimes they don't. Is oh, I think is what almost she's like clans or yeah, packs. yeah. That, that that that's what I've seen it before, you know. Oh, that's cool. Where there you go. Okay, sent you another one. This is Matilda. Matilda, this is the fence right there is my backyard. All of these, everybody know, all these photos were taken either at my house in Michigan when I lived there or my house now. 
um, from my porch. You know, this is Matilda. That's what she said her name was. She was peeking around the tree because mm -hmm. inside that fence, what you can't see are my dogs. I have a lot of dogs. <laughs> and we have a great Pyrenees. And, yep. yeah, you can see her. She had her hair pulled up like a, a, almost like a ponytail on top of her head. And she, they love the Pyrenees. Everything white to them is sacred. And they play games with that Pyrenees, actually with all of them, but they absolutely worship and adore the Pyrenees. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, she's pretty awesome. She pops up every now and then. Now, this one is actually a not that one, that one. Yeah, you have to. I'm having to take screenshots so I can zoom in. The, the email is being weird. Oh, you're fine. This is actually a hybrid. She has a um, Bigfoot mother and a, I think the father is a dogman. If you look at her thigh, you can see the tail sticking out a little bit. And her face looks more like a teddy bear. Um, when you're facing the screen on the left-hand side, you're going to see a black thing there. And that is, you know, a Bigfoot that's over there. But this is a female. We called her Trudy. Very friendly. Never had any issues with her. Huh. Okay. Oh. Okay. This one. If in the red circle, you can see three dots. That's a triangular shaped crab that's outside of my garage. And directly underneath of it, you're going to see a portal. And that portal will have a head sticking out. And I did fast or email you the blow up of the portal. Okay. This was taken outside my garage. This is wild. Yeah. No, <laughs> oh, you did say the UFO. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that's. I just blew it up so people could see that it really and truly is a face. Yeah. Yep, right there. Yeah, right outside my garage. Mm -hmm. So, are they just releasing things constantly like that? Or? Yeah. Yeah, they they stay pretty busy. Wow. Now, this um, when people talk about cloaking, and they also do the cloaking and they do the shimmer. This is actually the shimmer which is like that predator effect. They look like almost like gelled water. And then when they cloak, they are completely transparent. They do this because their frequency is higher and they raise their frequency, their vibration and their energy level. And they're able to do this. And when you ask them how they do it, and my husband and I both have asked several different ones, we get the we same answer all the time um, uh, that they bend the light. Yeah, that's a little ET. He was in the bushes. I don't know if he's an ET or a little person, but he's a humanoid. Those are the scariest ones to me, are the ones that are smaller than I am. <laughs> you know what? Pat and I got a Christmas tree. The first year we were together, we weren't married yet, and him and my daughter and I decorated this tree. And every time we put a bulb on, we'd hear laughter, and the bulb would get thrown across the room. I mean, we literally went and just bought the tree and brought it in. We put the lights on. They knocked the lights down. It was a disaster. And the next day when we woke up, I mean, the whole time you can hear laughter. We found the tree in the kitchen. And we took a picture. And I've got these two little beans that are facing each other inside my tree. So we aren't even allowed a Christmas tree. That's normal. This is a UFO that my son-in-law actually took a video of. 
Um, the whole video is actually on World Bigfoot Radio, and it talks about a UFO over South Carolina. That was taken from my front porch. These are stills that I pulled from that video. And my son-in-law sent it to MUFON, and MUFON said it was definitely not from here and not terrestrial, and that it was a class one sighting. I sent you another email that'll have more of those in there too. This is an ET. He was taking a snooze across from my um, driveway. You can see on that little, that green bobble-headed thing there. Yeah. That's him. That is a cat person. Her name is Amula. It was a female. She was roughly six and a half feet tall. So when it comes to a cat person, like, are they nefarious at all, or are they? Just I've never had a problem with them. Never. She is just her whole energy is just chill, just oh. like you would think expect from a cat. Very independent, doing her own thing, just very chill, doesn't bother. None of the things that have been in my house have really bothered anybody. We've had, we had one thing come in and I got rid of that real quick and never any other problem. We're in the Midlands, Alan, but there's sightings of all this stuff everywhere. This is Lizard Man. He does exist. I know there's the big thing, is he or isn't he? I did put the red around it because he blends in with the foliage, but you can definitely see the lizard head on him. It almost looks like a... A velociraptor. Like it really does. It really does. <laughs> you remember the three toe three track I showed you, Toby? Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm telling you, those are reptilians. So this one, the uh, lizard man, was in, was that in South Carolina? Because that's where. Yes, they're pretty, in my backyard. They're pretty. Yeah. South Everything likes to hang in our backyard, okay. or the front yard. They're not picky. They like the front yard because I used to have an animal rescue. Now I I don't. But I have three pens that are for feral cats, and I have what they call a savanna cat, which are part African serval and part Maine Coon, and they didn't do well in the house, so they have their own pens, and they go in there now, and they take all the cat food, and they put pine cones in it instead, and the pine cones, there's no way to get the pine cones in there, you have to carry them in and they have these huge houses that the cats stay in, and their food buckets are inside of it, so the weather doesn't get in it. And they'll go through, I mean, normally these buckets that they have their food in the last two days, and they'll wipe them out at night, fill it with pine cones, and take all the cat food. So since, we're, since we're on lizard, man, do you think that it's there's any credence to the fact that, not, well, to those alleged fact that uh, a lot of, like, politicians and bigger stars are, like, just reptiles and cloaks? Oh, absolutely. Oh, we're going to have to Hey, we're going to have to lay on this one for a minute. <laughs> I would believe that too. So, like the ones that are cloaking, like you said that all of them have different, you know, styles. Like, you know, I could be really nice and totally could be a murderer, which is true. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah I'm watching your energy, buddy. I'm just telling you. <laughs> so, when it comes to the reptilians and the ones that's like cloaking to be empowering things, do you think it's just for that, like a chase after world dominance, or like what? I think it is a lot. Not, well, that's not the only reason, but I mean, I'm sure that filters into it. Um, I helped somebody that had a lot of unwanted, if you will, uh, you. FO and ET contact most of his life and I helped him and I was able to get them to leave him alone and then about a year or two ago he contacted me and said they visited me again and I said wait a minute you know we got that stopped years ago he said no these ones were all good he said I felt nothing but love from them but he said they gave a message to the woman that I talked to about them and he said Robin I've never talked to anybody but you about it 
And I said, what's the message? And it was how the bad ones take possession of us. He wanted me to go forward with the information on how they do it. The thing of it is, is, you know, and like I explained to him, it pretty much verified what I, I had already suspected was being done. But you have to have people that are open-minded enough to want to hear it, oh, sure. you know, and that's where the problem is. And I told him, I said, it's not what I go forward with that. I don't have a problem with that. That's why I was given the information. The problem is people really don't want to know. They say they do, but they really don't. You know, it's uh, when it comes to them taking possession of us, they've already decided from the time you're born. And this I had learned on my own is that they monitor your movements. They know every move you make. They know every thought you've ever had. They know every encounter with anybody. I don't care if it was somebody that you passed in the bathroom in third grade. They know that they have your memories and that's why it works for them. And then when they get ready to do it, they simply take their, your soul out and insert theirs. And I, just, it's, I was laughing at the thought of like, them knowing Cecil's thoughts. <laughs> Can you imagine how shocked they must be? You thought they thought they were stupid before. <laughs> I gotta I say this. I gotta say this. Cecil could save the world if that ever happens. Because yeah. whatever tries to take him over <laughs> is not gonna be able to handle it. So he's gonna be the key that saves us all. The labyrinth of insanity that the wells. (laughs) It's like it's like what do they say on on the Hellraiser movie? uh, The ultimate pain. (laughs) You know, actually, years ago, I was had taken a shower. I came out of the shower. I walked into my bedroom, and there was this. It was like almost in a spirit form. It was so crazy had like a body of a human, but it had weird looking arms on two arms on it, but it had the head that looked like a possum. And this thing literally like tried to climb inside and there are ways to prevent it. I mean, I do energy work. You you do. And I've worked with Steven on this too, about using your energy and your light that will protect you. And anything bad that comes across it, it literally neutralizes them. And that was the only reason it didn't succeed. And, you know, so there's, there's so much out there that we don't know. And there's so much craziness behind it. And it, it's just unbelievable. Like you learn every day. There's no experts. Anybody that says there's an expert, just don't even talk to them anymore. Because in order <laughs> to say you're an expert, that means that you know all of it. We're never going to know all of it. They're never going to let us know all of it. No. You I know, the story. Um, I forget which town it was in. It, it had to be close to DC. Um, there was a, like a shop worker, just a random, um, like a like some kind of indie clothing shop or something. Mm-hmm. And it was somebody that isn't involved in our world, uh, isn't into conspiracies. And she was just checking this lady out and said the lady walked in, everything was normal. And then she went to pay. And I guess their hands touched or something. And she said she looked up and was literally staring at a reptilian. Wow. And said that she didn't say a word. Said she didn't say a word. Waited until she left. And but but she said that in that moment that she saw her, the uh being reacted like like kind of yeah, you know, like are you seeing me right now? 
Uh-huh. They're in shock. I got attacked by one that um, I knew when I saw it, even though it looked human, it wasn't human. And they're floored when you know they're there. But I had this, for whatever reason, I don't know, where I can look at something, see what the form is that it presents itself. But if it's actually another entity, you know, showing itself in that way, it's almost like I can see right through and see what it is. And so that's been real helpful. Tony, did you get the other email? Yes. The, the okay. second email? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I can. Okay. Start. I didn't know if you got it or not. Sometimes oh, yeah. No, my I, internet isn't the best. I stopped because we were getting into reptilian stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, the reptilians, they, and the reptilians, they infiltrate the government. They infiltrate everything. I mean, the AI is the top dog, and then you get to the Dracos, and the Dracos are going to run over, and they hint, they are in charge of the cabal, and then it filters downhill because then the cabal is in charge of the government. You know, we're screwed all the way around. You're they still quit. You're just giddy <laughs> like a little girl. <laughs> you know, we, we, this uh, is why we, the government hates me. Me and Cecil have been reading a book where they call them um, the overseers. But the book is also <laughs> related to um, flat earth or like the, the different firmaments that exist. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I think that's why he's so excited. We've, yeah, we've, literally, because... we've had a book study going on about. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally everything that I'm in. That's the reason I haven't oh. been so much <laughs> at all. They live, Mike. <laughs> Yep. I couldn't think of anything more terrifying than like breaking through the veil of one of them and like freaking out at the experience. Like I, I would imagine I would try to keep them cool, but I think I could. You know, I mean, I've gotten attacked in dream state. I and at one point I ended up in intensive care because of these things. I think the Dracos did it, but it some kind of reptilian. Um, I wasn't expected to live. If it wasn't for the forest people, I wouldn't be here. Mike, once you put on the glasses, you can never take them off, buddy. <laughs> and the rabbit hole gets deep, and every time you think you get to the bottom of it, you find it goes miles and miles past that. Uh -huh. The thing is, is you never quit learning, ever. I don't care if you've had a thousand experiences. You still haven't even got close to it. They're just experiences. That's why it's so important that we all work together because if not, you're not going to learn anything. I mean, every bit, everybody is on the same playing field. doesn't matter what your experiences are. Yeah, this is, um, this actually, that particular one was actually discharged off the back of the first one. There was that one and another little red one. Yeah, That's cool. yeah you can see the red one now. I can make that bigger. Let me see. Yeah, it, like I said, if you want the video, if you go on World Bigfoot Radio, it's under South Carolina UFO. Mm -hmm. We actually mm -hmm. did a special show just for the clip. Yeah. Yeah, the gray one on, on the left is dome shaped. Yeah, that's crazy looking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, these are all taken from my front porch. My son in law <laughs> took the video. And I, just, <laughs> I mean, my son in law took the video. He did a phenomenal job of it. And he was already filming it when he hollered to my husband and I to go outside. And then once we had the video, I just did some stills on it. Let's see. Okay, this is what goes on at my house at night. My, <laughs> see that beam that comes down? Sorry. 
Let me grab it. That's all right. Yeah. Okay. That beam is coming from a UFO and it's shining down on my bedroom. And then you can see over on the left hand side, a portal opened up. Wow. Dude. Yeah. I thought yeah, that, that was beam. like a shed lot or something. Me too. No, and that beam is from a craft going down on my room. Are those, and this could just be my eyes in this dark room, it looks like they're out of the portal, like there's like shadow people. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're generally walking around the yard. <laughs> yeah, well, there's like a bunch of them. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, and actually, if you can see, and it looked, it was had his head tipped at the time, but Right where the garage is, like if you go right up above the banister, you're gonna see those two lights. That's actually eye shine. There is a foot in those bushes, and he was turning his head and looking at the portal. What? Wow. Whoa. That's eye shine from him. Let's see what Mike was saying. What is um I'm taking these and I'm double screenshotting and zooming even further. It looks insane when you get really, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely unique. Um, like I said, that beam goes down in my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, there's my buddy again. Some of these I might have sent twice because I couldn't remember if I sent them or not. That one is the one that you saw earlier. It's just enlarged. I mean, yeah. I, I did it so that you could see his body more. He was walking around. Yeah, that one up there is really that's that's the one you sent me what a week or two ago, Robin. Um, no, that one is actually a new one I got out in the front yard here. I was standing on the porch. Okay, okay. This guy was in my backyard in Michigan. Okay, another one you sent me there a week or two back. Yeah. Okay, like this is actually a werewolf, and his head was coming out of an open portal across from oh, my driveway. Wow. He is so sweet. And God bless I love him. Robin. He, he, he talks to Pat more than he talks to me just because I'm busy all the time. And I never say his name right. I keep saying it's Lewisius, but I'm not sure that that's correct. Pat, my husband, he may be in chat. He could tell you. But yeah, it's a werewolf. Um, I did ask him if he was a dogman or a werewolf, and he said he was a werewolf. And What's he used to be part of a government program, but he was set wolf. He was set free. Werewolves don't have the tail. The dogmen do, and they're generally bigger. In my experience. So with a, were with a werewolf, is it like a person that can shift or are they constantly in that state? No, he's constantly in that state. He stays over there to keep an eye on things to make sure I'm safe. He's just as sweet as can be. I, I just love him. Um, this one was in my backyard. Um, and I just, the, I'll, and I'll explain to you how you can get pictures of him. It's not as hard as anybody thinks, really. But you can see his head down there. He doesn't have a lot of hair on his face. It's more on the top of his head. You can see his nose. Mm -hmm. He was just looking. He was actually he was watching the dogs play that day. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Yep. At the top of his head. Wow. And again, you get that green shading because they blend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this guy was in the backyard, and I just happened to take a picture, and he was walking through. I wish I could have seen his face more, but you can see the whole body shape. Hmm. That's wild. Yeah, this guy has got more hair on his face. And the only part that didn't have hair on his face was his nose and his eyes. They're all vastly right. different. There's no two alike. No, no, they're not. They're all different. 
Yeah, and this one has a little bit more of the coneal head. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a lot of people believe that the coneal head comes from different areas that they live in. I'm not going to say that's not true because I'm not an authority on it, but I will say they're in and out of portals all the time. So it's kind of like a mixing pot and, you know, I've got some with coneal head here. I have some that have just a completely rounded human head. They're you know, just all different like we are. Um, it's funny you mentioned that, which obviously these beings have, you know, something built into them that allows them to do this. Yeah. But, but when you start getting into Stargates, um, and, you know, the Stargates prior to the last reset, um, humans that have found that kind of technology, apparently when they try to use it, it uh, really, really messes up their body. It does. And if you have um, prolonged encounters with the forest people, dog man, whatever these cryptids are, you find that your health tanks because our, they generate almost, it's not radiation, but it's what we, a type that we consider to be radiation. And it, but it does the same thing. So when I'm interacting, when I've got them running around, I generally, and my husband does the same thing, just say, pull the energy back a little bit. You know, our bodies can't handle it. And that mm -hmm. seems to help. This so is another one that I adore this boy. His name is Shadow. You can see his white head back there. He's all white. We have several white ones around us, but he's my buddy. He's actually from Michigan. So when it comes to like whatever they have built into them that lets them do this, do you think this is something that humans would have had at one point, but we just kind of like devolved over? Like um, I think I think that it, there's a possibility. I don't know that we would have ever had it to the extent they have. I know we've all been able to mind speak, but we've been told we can't do it, and that's why people don't mind speak now. I think we all have a certain amount of abilities, but again, it's been dumbed down to us that we can't. And the thing, just like with them, not all clans will use abilities. Some clans, if if they don't teach their kids they have abilities, the kids don't know they have them and they don't use them because some clans don't want to use the abilities. They're more earthbound. And so, you know, if that child were not to have that information and not know how to use them, but then as an adult found a mate that was with a clan that did use all the paranormal abilities and taught them how to do it, then they could access it. And I kind of think that's a little bit of what's going on with us. I personally, and this is just my opinion, think that small children, babies are wide open until they're told Absolutely. they can't. Um, yeah, I agree. I, that, I agree 110%. They're more that, open. They haven't dealt with people saying, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. And they just, their hearts are more open. They haven't been turned yet. And they're more easy to do things. Exactly. Exactly. Because I remember uh, after my dad died, um, my sister-in-law used to hear her toddler talking to him, mm -hmm. you know, and she's like, I just, I think she must have missed him. I said, you know, she's probably actually talking to him. Absolutely. You know, just because yeah, she never just saw him. Him. Mm -hmm. Yep. So she said, you know, he, she'd have, you know, hour long conversation. She'd be giggling and just talking, not even nothing. Yeah, you know that that does play into um, interdimensional book club too, um, a little bit. Uh, that, like, the school of thought is that you know we have these overseers that oversee our kind of realm. Yeah, and the the greatest betrayers in our history of of humans that are human get a ticket to these other realms, and that's their carrot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, 
part of that carrot is that once you make it to these other realms, whether it be, you know, different parts of a uh, quote unquote flat earth or, you know, different actual parallels to this, that they, you know, almost unlock a part of themselves. Like we, we think about people that we hear stories about that can live four or five, 600 years. And uh, yeah, a, a, a big one that I've read about recently was Admiral Bird oh. being one oh, of those people. I love people. the story of Admiral Bird. Wonderful. But yeah, I just wanted to set that out there. I, yeah, I, I agree. Continue. <laughs> oh, that's lizard me again. I didn't know if I had sent it or not. That yep. just kind of outlined and make it easier to see. <laughs> so those are just a few things that hang around my house. <laughs> Listen, next time. Oh, wow. We're gonna have to like have you send a barrage of these, and we're just gonna spend hours going. Through. <laughs> <laughs> my husband, let me tell you, my husband got a really good dog vent, and I think he sent it to me. I don't think he's gonna care if I let you see it. Um, let me see if I can get it. It's actually quite good. Um, see if I can get this over. Oh no, why did it do that? Majorly That's electronic issues. Okay, I'm gonna send it to you right now. Okay. And it's actually really good. He was out in the front yard. I'm going to try to find a baby dog bin too, and I can send that picture as well. I have another one that I don't necessarily know that anybody's going to be able to see it really good or not. Um, it's, it's just a really creepy picture. I, I'm just being honest with you. It's a creepy picture. Send the creepy it picture. is a dog bin. But it's the creepiest looking. It's definitely not your normal looking dogman. And so I'm not sure if anybody will be able to see him or not. So if they can't, I do apologize, but I'm going to look for it. And I'm going to try. We had a youngster when we first moved in here. He was talking to me and he wanted me to come outside. And they do that to me a lot. That would be like, I want to, we want to feel your energy. Apparently they think I have a strong energy. And I was like, okay, I'm tired. We had just moved into the property. I was exhausted. I was in my pajamas. And I'm like, I'm not coming outside. No, no, I want you to come outside. And I said, I, you know, you can look at me tomorrow. All you, I do is stand out there and everybody stares at me. And I'm like, you know, we can do this at a later date. No, he was absolutely certain he wanted it done. And I, he said, if you come out, I'll let you take a picture of me. And I said, okay, I'll take that challenge. And I said, what we'll do, I'm going to send two of this one because one might be better than the other. Let's try it. And I said, we'll see. You know, if you are actually serious about this and you're going to let me get your picture, I'll go out. So I did go out there and I couldn't see him. And I just took random pictures and I'll explain why. And when I did that, he popped right up on there. Like he was about 30 feet up in a tree. And got a beautiful picture of him. I was really, really shocked. I'm looking forward. His name is Nico. And I don't think that's his real name. I think that he used that name because we have a bird named Nico and he hears us talking to the bird all the time. So I think he was fibbing and he was copping it off the bird. We'll ask ET to do that, Mike. Yeah. Um, so you say that they like watching you and things like that. And you know, they say anytime that you feel like somebody's watching you, more than likely they are. Is it Absolutely. usually issues? Or- yeah, I, I agree. Like it because here's what happens when they're watching you, 
they have the energy from them. And what ends up happening is you, your body picks up that energy before your brain does. So you end up where your body reacts to it. And that's where you get that feeling of being watched. So it's not I thought good. I sent you the handprint too. We get a, we got this enormous, or not enormous, but this really fabulous handprint on my husband's pillow. It was so goofy <laughs> because I it went into the bedroom. Stevie knows which one I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I had gone in the bedroom. Pat was at work. Went into the bedroom. I'm looking for the picture. That's why I'm looking down, you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I went in. I swept the floor. I made the bed. And he had a Star Wars pillow that had Chewbacca on it. And the cats always want to lay on it. So I took it and I turned it around so the back of it was sticking out and the back of it was black. So I didn't think anything about it. And I did that. I went out in the other room and I proceeded to do the rest of my stuff for the day. And I came, went into the sitting area, which is outside our bedroom, because we have a first floor bedroom, even though it's a two story house. And there was this white powdery stuff on the floor and it had fingerprints in it. And I thought, Okay, I'm done cleaning up after everybody. You know, if you're going to be in here doing stuff, clean up after yourself. I went to get the broom. I came back. It was gone, except for a few bits of residue. So I was like, all right. Never did I go back in the bedroom at all. And Pat came home from work. And when he came in, he took a shower. He came out and he said, so what's with the big handprint? I said, what big handprint? He said, uh, next to the bed on my pillow. I said, what are you talking about? There's no handprint. I was in there. I cleaned the whole room from top to bottom. He said, then you need to come in here. So I go in there and there's this giant handprint on the back of the Chewbacca pillow. <laughs> it took eight months before the residue off of that finally stopped. I mean, it was absolutely crazy. I'm going to send the handprint to you. You'll crack up. All right. Every time I start getting to where I can find one that I'm looking for, I find something else. All right. All the way down. And poor Steven, I bombard him with pictures. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I can't imagine Steven's phone because I'm also blowing him up all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I want to share something while you're getting stuff together, Tully. Okay. It's it's funny. Ha, ha, funny. Let me put my hands on it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, where am I share my screen at? Come on, open up. Yeah, I'm I'm doing all this stuff on the fly. It's not it's not easy. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's just um like that. It's not an app. It's just an API that uses uh uh for for the email. So it's not oh, okay. It's not easy to blow it up on screen. I'm having to snip it. He has to get better at it anyway. All right. I know you're in here, little butt. Where are you? The thing about getting photos, I was going to talk about this real quickly before I forget. Unless you wanted to say any, say something, Morgana. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'm, I'm still trying to get this to open up. So. Okay. Okay. Um, getting pictures of them, there's, a, there's actually a secret to it. Believe it or not. If you have to actually see one and you want to get their picture, you know, a normal mm -hmm. thing to 
do is to put him in the center of the picture. Don't do that. You'll never get a clear shot. You'll never get a good shot because what happens is when you do that, it gives them the ability to distort the film. And it also, because their energy is so strong, it will absolutely distort it. Found you. Ha <laughs> ha. So when it comes to taking pictures, would it be better to use like old school film or is digital the way to go? Um, I, old school film, I think, does better, but you can do it with digitally. Here's the thing. Okay, so we, we know for a fact that if you put them in the center of the film, you're getting blur. Okay, unless you have one that that particular clan doesn't use paranormal abilities. And so their energy may not be as high. Then you got a shot. So you're always better off to put it off center and then, you know, focus on something else and just let them be caught in the frame. The next thing is when they are cloaked because they raise that frequency, they raise the vibration and the energy in order to cloak. They not that they can't mess with your camera, but it's harder. So what I tell people is go out in the woods and stand there and just go click, click, click and take random pictures in a circle around you. And then go in, put them on your computer, pull them up on your phone and blow them up. If they're there in their cloak, they pop. Oh, oh cool. Yeah, people oh. don't realize that. But yeah, that's how you get them. Pat and I, we go outside and we just take random photos. <laughs> Some of them, we see them out there moving around and you try to capture them. But a lot of them, it's just you go outside, you know which direction they're at because you can hear the movement or you can feel the energy or whatever. Or they're talking to you and you know they're over there and you just take a photo and if they're close, you get them. That makes a hundred percent sense due to the like, people that have like random signs that don't that aren't in tune with it like that. They're yeah. always free because people's trained to focus straight on it. That makes a lot yep. of sense. Oh, okay, yeah. I sent you the email. Okay. And in the meantime, Somebody just pointed out to me, see how well Cecil's shirt lines up with the Bigfoot butt? I know, isn't that <laughs> I, thought you, I thought somehow you all did that on purpose. You are the man, Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> that actually is pretty cool looking. Yeah, yeah. That's a, a, Someone actually sent me a text and said, yeah. did you notice his shirt lines up with Bigfoot's butt? And I'm like, oh my God, it does. <laughs> the uh, photo that I sent y'all so even messenger that's that actually in awesome. north arkansas that that's that a is fantastic around, uh, uh oh my goodness love it's up that. in ozarks where you can see I that, love that in the rock so. did we lose totally uh he said he'd be right back oh he's gotta use the restroom <laughs> <laughs> well that's what he told me go ahead and do it show what you were going to show i'll yeah. be right back yeah that's <laughs> Um, yeah. Since he's doing that, I'm going to go ahead and take this opportunity myself. <laughs> <I'll be right. laughs> oh, gracious! But no, that uh, that's amazing because, like I said, you know, and like I said, you know, you always have that sense of feeling that there's something or someone around if you're yep. even a little bit in tune. Yeah, and then you know, there are those times when it's almost overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. But they can project that on you at any level they want, whether it's really strong or really weak. Yeah, right. I, I can. I'll go ahead and share one. That's a from a. I don't know. I guess it was the night I saw the white one. It was either a white one or a gray one, and I was about thirty steps from it. <laughs> as soon as, as soon as I got out of the truck that night, I, I 
I just had chill bumps. And as I went out there to go ahead and put out the treats that I was putting out, that my skin just kept crawling. <laughs> I just, and I had a I had a light with me that was equivalent to a to the light on your cell phone. So they give you an idea of just how much light I had with me that night. So when I couldn't stand it anymore, I, I turned the light on <laughs> and I could see the white or is it either real light gray or a white. I could see it and I just turned my light back off. <laughs> no, no, no. So I turned my light on the second time and made sure that I was really seeing what I was seeing. <laughs> that's, that's like, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm too close. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> so. I love that picture. Okay, this one my husband took. It's of a dogman sticking its head around a tree. Yep. So yeah. it's a pretty good picture. He was out there. He's that one that we're, I'm familiar with. I don't know if Pam's talked to me for or not. But, yeah, this, again, taken from our front porch. Mm -hmm. Okay, that one uh, you can see in there. His The top of his head, it's kind of green, but it, it is hard to see. And like I said, that mm -hmm. one is if, if you guys can or not. He had more teeth and <laughs> a little different shape. He looked more like the kind that looks more hyena. <laughs> There's another dogman head sticking out of the bushes. You can see little pointy ears. You mean I here? Have, I have the last one zoomed up. That is pretty intense. That is the mm. handprint on Pat's pillow. Yeah, there it is. Wow. <laughs> if you really notice, look at where the thumb extends down. Like it's hard for us to really open our, our hand that wide. Yep. But the residue that came off his hand, it took eight months to even get it to lighten up a little bit. And it's been four years now <laughs> and it's finally gone. So was, I, that, was that they the have a or was that the residue from them? Residue from them. Mm -hmm. Well, they use this white powder. Like I have tree drawings they've done with it. I don't know what it is. I've never had it tested. But they have a, um, it's almost like that vernix that you see on a baby when it's born that covers their skin anyway. It protects them from the weather, from, you know, being dried out skin and everything. So they've got that already. And then they have this white powder and people see it and find it everywhere. And it just doesn't go away. I don't know if once it's, you know, been mixed in with the oil on their skin, if that's why it sticks around for so long. I don't know. But the back of that pillow was 100% clean until that. Wow. <laughs> and Pat, well, he was so precious. He was so calm. He'd come out of the bedroom. Hey, what's the deal with the hand on the pillow? You know, and I'm like, oh, I don't know. I <laughs> so what did it um, impact his dreams or anything at all? No, no, no. He's got, he's like, I am, you get used to it. Like they like to come in and play with his toes at night. Like he'll be trying to sleep and all of a sudden is they'll mess with his toes, you know, or they'll come in, I'll feel them. Like they'll put their hand on my thigh and you really haven't lived until you see one go from physical form to shadow form and walk through the wall across the end of your bed. And you're like, <laughs> what, you know, what do you do? Really? What are you going to do? That is Mr. Nico, the baby dogman. Up in the tree, you can see his pointy ears on top, and if you really look at his snout, you can see the longer snout. Mm -hmm. 
He promised I'd have a picture of him. So he was about 30 foot up in that tree. Crazy. Wow. You can see everything when you zoom up on that door. Yeah. Yeah, I was really impressed. I was, I was surprised. He, uh, he's a pill. Like you can almost see his eyes. Right? Yeah, you can. If you look hard yeah. enough, you can. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so intense. I know. I was surprised his mom let him do it, but she doesn't seem to say anything. One of my boys years ago when we were in Michigan, he was he liked to hunt. He went outside to hunt. He went out like four or five in the morning and he sat at the base of this pine tree. Well, where he went at, all the cryptids like to hang out there. They play in the trees there. They had taken all the branches off one side of the tree and made a teepee out of it. And, you know, they just had a ball. So he was there and he was sitting down on the ground and he actually fell asleep. And it was like five in the morning. He woke up. He heard this little whimpering noise. He woke up and here's this baby dog man pup standing there on two legs looking at him. And he's cocking his head like this and looking at my son. And then my son heard mom yell. And my son was fine until he heard mom yell. And he thought, oh, crap. Like, I'm toast, you know. So the baby looked at him and kind of made a whimpering noise, howled back, turned around, and then took off towards mom. So when he took off towards mom, my son got out. <laughs> and this was, at our, this was on our property. We had 10 acres, and he was on our property. Yes, smart move. This, <laughs> yeah. this has been insane. I, I love this, though. I, I, I do. <laughs> Yes. See, I, I'm glad you showed up, Robin. They, they were about to think I only had imaginary friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, but once you know enough about me, you wish I was imaginary. <laughs> I mean, you know, we've got goats in the house, UFOs over the house, cryptids running around, dogs and cats living in sin. I mean, just like that's what a life, though. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I mean, the spirits hang around as well. You know, I've been, I've talked to spirits my whole life and yeah, it, it's just, I don't know any different. Like I don't, I'm not saying I don't get scared at things cause I do, I'm human, but most of all the craziness, I want to say probably 80% of it. I don't have any problems with everybody gets along here. It's a neutral space and exactly Sherry and yeah. they do well. Anybody that, that tries to come in as far as cryptids or ETs or whatever, and they can't respect this private space where we don't allow or tolerate any of the, you know, the crap they get. I, I mean, I've taken out ETs before. I don't have a problem with it. And I mean, there's always going to be some that eventually I'm not going to be able to, but I'm glad for the ones I was able to. And the cryptids, the other ones will run the bad ones off. So we, my place is a neutral territory. For now, I mean, I'm not going to say it'll never happen because I don't believe in never. I think there's always that possibility. We had one in Michigan that came in and he was kind of a rogue and my group didn't like him. I don't know what he had done, but he didn't trust him. And I was outside and normally when I would go out in the woods, I mean, I just felt nothing but love from them. And all of a sudden it turned very rapidly and it was like that wall of fear, like the hair stands up on the back of your neck. And I'm like, okay, guys, what's going on? And they said, go to the house, go to the house. Okay. So I turn around. And I'm going towards the house. I'm like, can you tell me why I'm supposed to go in the house? And they said, there's a strange one here. We don't want you here. Okay. So I go in the house. I'm like, okay, I'm in the house. Now what? You know, what, what am I supposed to do now? And I look outside and they are just pelting this thing. I mean, from one side of the, the yard to the other side, rocks are just flying wow. at each other. And they ran them off. 
you know, so I mean, they're pretty good. Okay. They're definitely worst people or things to have in your corner. I'm going to tell you what, I trust the cryptids more than I trust most people. Mm. Um, you know, I, I really do. I get more nervous going into crowds of strangers in an area that I'm not comfortable in than I ever do out in the woods. Yeah. Well, yes. I've got a ton of questions, but I'm go gonna, for it. I'm if I can them. answer my will, if I don't know the answer, I'll tell you, I don't know. I don't, well, I don't <laughs> I don't know how long you want to go, Morgana Headley. I, 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 I don't care. Go for it. <laughs> um, like, I didn't even have dinner yet. <laughs> well, no, that's also true. But <laughs> you guys know me. But um, so you were talking about having spirits like mm -hmm. uh, like paranormal activity around as well. Yeah. So when we talk about like past life regression and, you know, going from, you know, one realm to another, things like that, do the spirits that are around you ever talk about that sort of stuff? Mm -hmm. Like, do you remember when you were a miner, like, you know, my, mining type thing? Cause at one point you were. That's oh, interesting. Like 1819. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I get. Yeah. I, whether it's right, who knows? But yeah. Well, so I guess, why do you think they're hanging around instead of like moving on? Honestly, I wish I had one concrete answer. Like certain ones that I've interacted with, you know, it can be because of a loved one. Um, one of my very close friends, her husband passed away about four or five years ago, and he's still earthbound. He's not going anywhere Ooh. without her. He has no intention to, you know. They all have reasons. Um, we, Pat and I spoke with a very good friend of ours over the, the last weekend. And she has one that's living by her and it has nothing to do with her. It was the land before that house was built. Him and his family lived there and he's not leaving it. You know, he's not mean and hateful or anything. He gets crabby, but he doesn't hurt anybody. You know, and he just refuses to leave. And that's the space. You know, and then it's it's weird because like my grandmother, I was the closest person on the planet to my grandmother and she passed several years ago. And I have I've gotten messages from her, but I haven't seen her, which is very odd. You know, I've had like things happen that only she would know about to do. But I think, too, I don't know that they all know what they can and cannot do. I really believe that. I know that sounds crazy, but I really believe that. And I've had different situations that support that. So, you know, I don't actively look to speak to spirits because, I mean, I know somebody that was killed by one. But when they do connect with me or if I have somebody that wants me to work with them and wants me to help them connect a loved one and I can, I do. I did a, a radio show um, called Scary Cast. I'm on it every Monday night with my friend, Dr. John Stamey. And he had co-host on there who had lost somebody very close to him. And I knew him, but I didn't know him well. And I didn't know this person at all. And he said, is there any messages that she, you know, that she would want to have? And she kept saying, tell him to look for the blue ribbon. I want him to hang on to my blue ribbon. And I said that to him. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I said, I don't know. All I'm doing is just telling you what I'm told. Like, I can't, you know, I can't do more than that. 
He called me a few days later. He went to her apartment and looked through it. And he said, I remembered what the blue ribbon was. And I said, what's that? He said, she loved Pat's blue ribbon. She had a shirt that had nothing but gigantic blue ribbons all over that shirt. He said, you would have never been able to know that. And I said, all I know is she kept saying that you were supposed to have it because it was important to her. He said, yeah, it's her blue ribbon shirt. He said, that's what she used to call it was the blue ribbon shirt. Wow. You know, so, and when they remember my, what I've experienced is they don't always remember things as clearly as you think they would. What was really important to them while they were on this earth is not necessarily what's important to them once they pass. They don't understand a lot of the time. You know, there's a lot they don't understand. Well, you're definitely on a way different level than obviously me. But, you know, even like when I talked to Morgana and Hadley about these things, um, you know, I have a, I have just like a little touch of, of this thing that you have. Yeah. And, it, you know, some there have been people in my life who have passed on and I can feel them. And there have you been have other, a lot around you. Other people though um yeah i just don't feel like that they're there anymore you know what i mean but and they may not be but that isn't anything to do with um something wrong with you it oh no really, no 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 it's an individual uh, yeah. thing if they want to pass or not like my grandmother there's nobody more shocked that she hasn't contacted me than myself but she crossed over she's with my grandpa you know and uh, out of the 12 years she's been gone, I've had three events where I didn't hear her, but something that I knew came from her. Like she had a music box. And when I was a child, I would sit on her lap and she'd play this music box. And in the inside of it with flex, like a plexiglass, you could see the chimes move. And I loved it. And when she was to the point where she was going to pass, and she had already done her will. And I said, I don't want anything. I just want the music box. And she said, but it doesn't work anymore. It hasn't worked in 25 years. I said, I don't care. I want the music box. So she said, well, you take it now. So I know you got it. I said, okay. She said, and when I die, you'll know, because I'm going to make that music box play again. And I said, okay, I'm sitting here on the third blue sky one day. And it just plays out of nowhere. It just plays. And I was like, okay. Thanks, Grams. <laughs> you know, but I mean, like little things like that. Well, it's like she was ready to move on, but she wants to let you know she's good. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I, I'm, you know, I know there's a lot of books and stuff that say that once they cross, they don't come back and forth. I, in my own opinion, for what it's worth, I don't believe that to be true. I know some that have told me and shown me what they saw when they got up in heaven. But then at the same time, they still come down to earth and visit people. So I don't know. We have a male and I think his name is Joseph. I can't remember. He, he told Pat his name and he told my daughter. I see the little girl more than I see him. And Pat was in the shower one day and all of a sudden he's like there talking to Pat. And Pat's like, okay. And Pat had told me what his name was. And my daughter was upstairs sleeping and he literally woke her up. And said, my name is such and such. You don't have to be afraid of me. <laughs> She's like, you know, my daughter's got gifts and she wants absolutely nothing to do with them because she's seen too much with what goes mom. And she's like, I keep telling you, I don't want to talk to them. They come and talk to me and I just tell them to go to your room. I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. You know, because I think some people, too, like I said, in your case, it's just your daughter's seen it all her life. You know, yeah, I, 
but yeah, I, nine yeah. children and all my kids have seen them except mm -hmm. for one. And my daughter has seen an awful lot and she does have abilities and she just, she's seen what I've gone through. It's not all fun and games. Like it's great to be able to do all these things, but I've almost gotten killed doing all of these things. And the cryptids have never been the ones that have tried to kill me. And so, you know, there's with the good, there's always the bad. And she just, she doesn't want that for her. Like she gets excited when she sees the Bigfoots running around, but she doesn't want the mind speak even when she gets it. Mm -hmm. you know, and the Bigfoot's want her trained. And she's like, I don't want this. Like, I don't want to do this. And I'm like, I don't want you to do it. I don't want you, you know, like I said, I've almost died doing this stuff. It's not always easy. And you don't get a day off for good behavior. It goes on set. In our case, as mine and my husband's, it goes on seven days a week. And so I feel blessed. I would never change it. Never in a million years because this is my life. And I feel blessed that I am able to experience things that maybe somebody else doesn't. But I, you know, I don't want that for my child. Right. You know, it, it can be really dangerous and really dicey. I'd rather her just nice and happy with her husband and her children. Yes. <laughs> Well, given everything that you've talked about, Tanada, I would agree. <laughs> like, you know, if if she is seeking a life of uh, a, away from this, you know what I mean? She's never going to be able to get away from them. I mean, the cryptids are going to follow her, but they aren't going to be like up in her face, you know, like they are with me. But there are dangers to it. It's like they think that I know something that I don't remember. The ETs do. I don't remember it. I mean, at some point, maybe I will. Until then, I have no idea. And I've almost gotten killed a couple times while they're trying to, to get the answers. And I, I don't know what to tell them. I wouldn't tell them anyway because I don't mm -hmm. like them. You know, the good ones I like. There are good ones that are absolutely wonderful. But, yeah, it can get dicey. Yeah. This has been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it absolutely has. <laughs> it absolutely has. And, you know, I... I I've enjoyed. I've sat back and listened more than anything tonight, probably more than I ever have. <laughs> Me too. The closest thing that I can think of is when I met each of you, like everybody <laughs> else on the, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So we have fun. But yes, I mean, like I said, and, and some people just fit and you fit very, very well. I mean, oh, thank so you. thank you so much it. for being with well, us. Well, thank you tonight. for having me. Stephen called and he's like, hey, you got to come on. This is what we're doing. And I'm like, yeah, receive it anything. And, and he's yeah. talked about you multiple times. You know, oh, and everything, so. his, him and his family are just wonderful. Yeah. And, you know, the, the cryptids love him. He has got what they call a pure heart. And that's what they look for in people. And he has that, you know. And then him and William Lunsford have partnered up and done a lot of research together. And then Daniel is brought in from Alaska and the three of them together, they're just absolutely incredible. I just love them. Mm -hmm. Yep. We like him too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Landa. He gets some great photos. And Nice to meet you too, Sherry. Um, he gets some great photos. I mean, he really gets some good research. Like, I'm really excited about him coming to Nebraska and sharing it with everybody there. I mean, he gets the stuff. He really does. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, kind of kind of nervous. I've never done that before, so that's uh, <laughs> you know what. We're so way back. It's not even funny. 
Let me tell you, I I did the Georgia Bigfoot Conference last weekend, Pat and I did. We were the keynote speakers. So we go there and I'm in the hotel and I'm trying to look nice because I'm going to go up and speak. Okay. Which when you go to a Bigfoot Conference, jeans and a t-shirt, as long as you're clean and it looks nice, you're good. No, I curl my hair and everything like I'm going to look nice because when I went there the year before we got all the way there and I realized I packed all of Pat's clothing. I didn't pack any of mine. (laughs) I ended up having to go on stage and like stretch pants, which nobody should ever see, by the way. So I'm like, I'm going to try to be a little bit more presentable this year. So I curl my hair and I'm like, okay, I don't hate what I look like. I don't like it, but I don't hate it this time for me, which is huge. So I would go and I said to Pat, I said, I just need to stop by the gas station and run in. And he's like, okay, I'll put gas in the car. So he's putting gas in the car. I go in the building. I come out. I'm like, hey, babe, I'm on my way. Down for buckets. I had my hair curled with hairspray and everything, which turned into helmet head. I'm soaked through my clothes. My underwear is wet. My shoes are stocky. I mean, I have never seen such a fast downpour in my life. Thank God I had a second pair of shoes. I got in the conference hall. I looked like Rosanna Dana from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> like, I don't even care anymore. I just give up. <laughs> Let me tell you, you can look any way you want, Stephen, because you can't get worse than that. Well, Mother said you look just fine the way that she made you. Thank you. (laughs) All right, guys, y'all, thanks so much for staying with us tonight. This has been awesome. Um, For the life of me, I cannot remember what we're talking about next time. (laughs) Um, Give me a sec, I'll tell you. We're going to do a rehash on CERN? Nobody's brought it up weeks. That's a big question. How does this time (laughs) There's ways, trust me. Okay, so next week. That's a private conversation, but yeah, there's ways. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, we are talking about curses. Curses. And then the week after is Hadley's birthday celebration. Yay! Yay! Because uh, <laughs> Tully's not going to be here, and he wanted to be here for your birthday celebration. Okay. Well, we yes. Go. Yes. So Cur- that was curses. intentional. Oh. <laughs> curses. <laughs> I don't even get it. It's Bugs Bunny. Oh, my oh, bad. Cartoons, you know, cur- curses fall to him. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. And until next time, stay weird. Thanks, guys. You were wonderful.